Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of music from 78 RPM records in my collection. I've got all kinds of records for you today, from the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and our first record comes from 1953. It's the youngest record on today's program, though the song goes back some, oh, 20 years before this record was made. This is the Elliott Brothers, Lloyd and Bill, and their orchestra, and the vocalist, a very distinctive gentleman. You may recognize his voice. I'll tell you about him after we hear the record. But it's an old tune, one you'll probably recognize. It's called In the Mood. Sister, what you calling? What you doing tonight? Hope you're in the mood because I'm feeling just right. How's about a corner with the table for two? Where the music's mellow in some gay rendezvous. There's no chance romancing with the blue added to You've got to do some dancing to get in the mood. In the mood. That's it, I've got it in the mood. Your ear was spotted in the mood. Oh, what a hothead. Be alive and get the jive. You've got to learn how. Hep, hep, hep. Hep like a heifer, pep, pep, pep. Hot as a pepper, step, step, step. Step like a stepper, we're mugging and hugging. We're in the mood now. That this evening has done Your feet were so heavy till they hardly could move Now they're light as feathers and you're riding the groove You were only hungry for some musical food You're positively, absolutely in the mood Hep, hep, hep Hep like a heifer, pep, pep, pep Hot as a pepper, step, step, step Step like a stepper, we're mugging and hugging We're really in the mood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So help me, I like that record. The Elliott Brothers and their orchestra. The vocalist, a gentleman named Thurl Ravenscroft. He was born in Nebraska in 1914. And there's an interview of him that's available on YouTube in which he talks about his early years. 
He moved out to California at some point and was singing in a church choir there when he was notified that Paramount Studios was auditioning studio singers. He had already this powerful bass voice, so he was encouraged to try out, which he did, and that led to an early career in movies and singing as part of a group called The Mellow Men, which accompanied a number of famous singers in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, in addition to appearing in a lot of Disney films of the era. Later on, Thurl Ravenscroft gained fame as the voice of Tony the Tiger for those Kellogg's commercials, and he also is the one who sang You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I wouldn't have thought that Thurl Ravenscroft would make the ideal singer for In the Mood, but in its own way, it works. That was a pretty neat record. I can't tell you too much about the Elliott Brothers and their orchestra, other than they made a handful of singles for the MGM label in the early 1950s and then seem to have been performing at Disneyland. Maybe that's how they came into contact with Thurl Ravenscroft. They made a handful of records on Buena Vista and an LP for the Disneyland label. I don't know what became of them. Not a bad sounding band, though. That was MGM record number 11501 from 1953. And it welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack, and I welcome you too. I'm so glad you could join me as we listen to some 78 RPM records from my collection today. We're going to be hearing some dance bands, some pretty interesting vocalists, more interesting even than Thurl Ravenscroft. Well, Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we got some country records, some vaudevillian novelty stuff. But let's just move on to this next set, which will feature some musical Joes, at least in the title. First, we'll hear Phil Napoleon and his orchestra, a recording made in Liederkranz Hall in New York City for the Victor label on March 31st, 1927. Phil Napoleon gets partial composer credit for this, along with Frank Signorelli and somebody Kretzmer. This is Victor 20605. It's called Go, Joe, Go. After that, we'll hear the Silver Bell Orchestra, directed by Bernard Witowski, or maybe it's Witowski, or maybe it's Witowski. I'm not entirely sure, but it's RCA Victor Record 25-9197. Stats Nowak, or Novak, is the vocalist. Still not sure what to do with those Ws. <laughs> it's N-O-W-A-K. The tune is Joe the Schmo. And then we'll wrap up the set with Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra in 1940. Jimmy Young and the band contribute the vocal on something called What You Know Joe. It's Columbia 35625. But first up, here's Phil Napoleon's orchestra. Go, Joe. Go. <laughs> Thank you. 
shoulder small, my plenty dough, but how he counts his cents. He likes Banyanki, especially Chutki, calls them sweet pedoki. Gets up early every time, though the body walks a mile. Shoulder small, my plenty dough, but how he counts his cents. <laughs> Joe the Schmo went to a picnic with Kwasniewski's daughter. She got thirsty, asked for schnapps, but all she got was water. Joe says water's good for you, everybody says it's true. Joe the Schmo, my plenty dough, but how he counts his centi. Mine cassette or hook and line and asked Joe to go fishing. I asked for coins to buy the worms, but Joe said Benjamin Kopach. Exercise is my advice, saving money will be wise. Joe the Schmo, my plenty dough, but how he counts his centi. Joe the Schmo made one mistake when he met up with Franya. Franya was a big gold digger from Louisiana. She knew how to get her man. She let Yosef hold her hand. Joe the Schmo, my plenty dough, but how he counts his centi. Franya's back in Louisiana, cash ain't full of money. Joe the Schmo has lost his dough to him, that's very funny. Every box she took is fake, everything with Joe is Jake. Joe the Schmo, my plenty dough, but how he counts his centi. <laughs> Tell me something. What you know, Joe? 
ain't nothing, I ain't jumping, I don't know. What you know, Joe? I don't know Latin. What you know, Joe? Ain't high hat. What you know, Joe? I ain't fooling, I need schooling, I don't know. I don't know. Papa tried to tell me so. Mama wouldn't let me go. Couldn't even see her movie show. What you know, Joe? I just can't figure. What you know, Joe? Pop, I don't dig you. What you know, Joe? Quit just walking. I ain't talking. I don't know. <laughs> have Jimmy Young singing with Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, What You Know Joe, from 1940. Before that, the Silver Bell Orchestra, directed by, oh, here it comes again, Bernard Witkowski. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. From the mid-1940s, that was issued on RCA Victor's Purple Label, that was their international series, Joe the Schmo, vocalist there, Stas Novak. And starting the set, Phil Napoleon and his orchestra in 1927, a Victor record of Go, Joe, go. I picked those three because they all had Joe in the title. I do have a friend named Joe, though, so let's say these are dedicated to him. <laughs> that sounds really sincere, doesn't it? Um, if your name is Joe, they're for you. Okay, up next, I have a couple of records that I pulled for no particular reason and then discovered afterwards that, by coincidence, they were recorded as part of the same field expedition unit that Victor sent to Atlanta, Georgia in February of 1927. First, it's Richard Brooks and Reuben Puckett. I can't tell you too much about them. They made their first session, two recordings for the Columbia label in Atlanta in January of 1925, and then two years later, when Victor came to town and set up a temporary recording apparatus, they made four more sides, of which we'll hear one. It's called Goodbye, My Blue Bell. Victor 20542. And then we'll hear something from the Carolina Tar Heels that was recorded three days later in Atlanta, February 19th, 1927. Doc Walsh and Gwen Foster are the uncredited vocalists on Her Name Was Hula Lou. I like this song a lot. I think I first heard it on a Prairie Home Companion broadcast 20 or 30 years back. In any case, let's start with Richard Brooks and Reuben Puckett. Bye. 
Carolina Tar Heels recorded in Atlanta, Georgia in February of 1927. Her name was Hula Lou, Victor 20545. I have Kenny Rohrer to thank for my copy of that record. About 20, 25 years ago, he and Seth Williamson were hosting a program on WVTF radio in South Central Virginia called Back to the Blue Ridge, on which they played country music and mountain music. They played this kind of record, and sometime along in there, after listening to the program for a while, I got in touch with Kenny and went down to visit him at his place. He played quite a number of very interesting records for me and showed me to his dupe box, from which I was able to select that record because the song was a real favorite of mine at the time. I still like it. Before that, we heard from Richard Brooks and Reuben Puckett from February 16th, 1927, also recorded in Atlanta, Goodbye, My Blue Bell. Well, from her name was Hula Lou, why don't we go to another woman with a name that rhymes, Sioux City Sioux, performed here by Tiny Hill and his orchestra. And yes, as you might guess from somebody named Tiny, he wasn't exactly that. This is Mercury record number 2024. It was recorded in about November of 1945, so pretty early for a Mercury record. Tiny Hill is the vocalist, and here we go. Sioux City Sioux. Nebraska way. That's how I come to be in the state of Iowa. I met a gal in Iowa. Her eyes were big and blue. I asked her what her name was. She said Sioux City Sioux. Sioux City Sioux. Sioux City Sioux. Your hair is red. Your eyes are blue. I'd swap my horse and dog for you. Sioux City Sioux. Sioux City Sioux. There ain't no gal as true as my sweet Sioux City Sue. I asked her if she had a bow, she said yes, quite a few. But still I started courting my sweet Sioux City Sue. The first time that I stole a kiss, I caught her stealing too. I asked her, did she love me? She said, indeed I do. Sioux City Sue, Sioux City Sue. Your hair is red, your eyes are blue, I'd swap my horse and dog for you. Sioux City Sioux, Sioux City Sioux, there ain't no gal as true as my sweet Sioux City Sioux. Your hair is red, your eyes are blue, I'd swap my horse and dog for you. 
City Sue, Sue City Sue. There ain't no gal as true as my sweet Sue City Sue. Girls, girls, girls. Girls from the YWCA Knitting Club. And what'll that get you? The needles. May we call you girls or are we too late? That did it. Now girls, if you're fat, don't worry over that. And don't start to fret or to fuss. And if men pass you by, don't start to cry. Just call on us. Because the bigger they come, the better we like them. Because the big ones know how to make love. A skinny girl looks so anemic and so brittle from the start. As you begin to hug her, she starts falling right apart. What man wants a girl so thin and anemic you could kill her with one little shove? A skinny girl is like a roadster that's so trim and so neat. But I wouldn't take a roadster because it has no back seat. So the bigger they come, the better we like them because the big ones know how to make love. Oh, the bigger they come, the better we like them because the big ones know how to make love. A little girl may raise a voice up to a very loud tone. But the girl for us will have to lift the piano alone. And when you get hugged by some big fat baby, she will hold you as tight as a glove. A thin girl never was a model for those artists of fame. For what good is any picture if it hasn't a frame? So the bigger they come, the better we like them. Cause the big ones know how to make love. Oh, the bigger they come. The better we like them, cause the big ones know how to make love. We don't care if they're not wealthy or if they have their faults. Oh, as long as they stay healthy and don't start using salts. What man wants a girl so thin and anemic you could kill her with one little shove? We know it's true, a girl that's thin has dangerous curves that show up. Yeah, but when you come to dangerous curves, you have to slow up. So the bigger they come, the better we like them, cause the big ones know how to make love. Oh, the bigger they come, the better we like them, cause the big ones know how to make love. A skinny girl may have a pretty dimple right here or there. Mm, but those fat babies, they have dimples most everywhere. And when you get hugged, by some big fat baby, she will hold you as tight as a glove. A girl that's thin has hills and valleys, but they don't make a stare. What good are hills and valleys if there's no scenery there? So the bigger they come, the better we like them, cause the big ones know how to make love. <laughs> that's an old vaudeville team called Hum and Strum. Whether they were originally from the Boston area or simply ended up there, by the mid-1940s, I'm not sure, but that was produced by the Boston label Stellar, SR1006. Hum and Strum were Thomas Courier and Max Zides, Z-I-D-E-S. They made that record in December of 1947. It's called The Bigger They Come. I have a handful of other Hum and Strum records. I like all of them. I should play them from time to time. Not that they made that many, but I do like that record even if it's a little bit politically incorrect. It seems to have been based, I think, on a song that Eddie Cantor made famous back in the early 1920s, The Dumber They Are, The Better I Like Them, or something to that effect. Before that, we heard from Tiny Hill and his orchestra, a Mercury record from 1945, Sioux City Sioux. For those of you just joining us, welcome. 
My name is Brian Wright. I'm so glad you could tune in and listen along to these 78 RPM records with me today. If you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, especially your requests. You can name a particular song you'd like to hear or a performer or even just a particular style you would like to hear a little bit more of. Don't be shy. Send me a message, shellacstack at gmail.com. And it's perfectly acceptable to just send a note and say hi as well. Up next, I've got a record by the All-Star Orchestra. This one's in kind of rough shape, but it's such a good record, I don't mind playing it anyway. It clears up a bit towards the end. The tune by Joe Trent and Peter DeRose is called I Just Roll Along Having My Ups and Downs. This was recorded in New York City on January 3rd, 1928. The vocalist, not credited on the label, is Franklin Bauer. Here's the All-Star Orchestra. Thank you. 
down, but the milk and honey flow down with a cheerful little earful of the well-known I love you in every play. It's a sad phrase, what the public gets praised, but as a pet phrase, it'll do, 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 to brew it, soft and cue it, make me happy, you can do it with a cheerful little earful of the well-known I love you. wrapped up that set with Roy Smeck's Novelty Orchestra, a regal record, 10216, made in New York City on December 4th, 1930. The song, Cheerful Little Earful, was composed by Harry Warren, Billy Rose, and Ira Gershwin. I guess George stayed home that day. The vocalist was Irving Kaufman. Before that, a record I really, really like, a very unusual sounding thing, unaccompanied vocal trio, the Aaron Sisters. They made that in New York City on August 12, 1932. It was, of course, W.C. Handy's song, The St. Louis Blues. That was issued here in the States on Columbia Records, but my copy was pressed up on Columbia over in Japan and given a unique Japanese catalog number, J1652. I got that record in Japan on a little record shop on the ninth floor of a building in busy, bustling Tokyo. What a interesting find that was for me (laughs) to hear those voices of the Aaron sisters in 1932 with that country twang up on that ninth floor record shop in Tokyo. Anyway, starting the set, the all-star orchestra with Franklin Bauer singing, I just roll along having my ups and downs from January of 1928. Up next, I have three dance band selections, all very solid bands all with tunes that have something to do with heart or love. I shouldn't sound so down when I say that. First up, it's Jack Harris and his Grosvenor House Band, recording in London in October of 1931. Harry Bentley is the vocalist, not credited on the label. It's a tune by Franz Lehar, a pretty famous one at that. You are my heart's delight, or in German, Deinest mein ganzes Herz. Broadcast 12, record number 3101. After that, Henry Biagini, sometimes known as Hank Biagini, and his orchestra, a melotone record, made in New York City on August 20th, 1935. Clyde Rogers is the vocalist on Heartstrings. And then we'll wrap up with Henry Halstead and his orchestra, recorded out in Los Angeles in May of 1926. The vocalist Craig Leach will sing a tune by Franz Liszt, his Liebestraum. That's not mentioned anywhere on the label, though. They call it simply Dream of Love and you. To start us off, here's Jack Harris and his Grosvenor House Band. (laughs) ¶¶ 
of Love and You, says the label of that record, though you may know it as Franz Liszt's Liebestraum. Henry Halstead and his orchestra in 1926. Before that, in 1935, it was Henry Biagini's orchestra with heartstrings. And we started off the set in London in 1931. Jack Harris and his Grosvenor House band, You Are My Heart's Delight. We have time for one more record on today's Shellac Stack program. But before we get to that, a quick reminder that you can write to me. My email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com if you have any comments, suggestions, or requests. Also, a little reminder that if you're enjoying the program, perhaps you have some family or friends who might like it as well. Maybe you can drop them a note and tell them about our little program. As you can imagine, we don't have much of a publicity budget here, so we depend on word of mouth, and uh, I thank you. Okay, that last record today is going to come from Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra. A Victor record, imagine that. From November 8, 1929, recorded in New York City. This was the second session at which the Victor Orchestra attempted this title. They had first recorded it a week earlier on Halloween, and both takes of that were rejected. Fortunately, the second time around, it was accepted. The song is called That Wonderful Something, written by Joe Goodwin and Louis Alter. The vocal group is credited as Mark Kell's Happy-Go-Lucky Boys. Mark Kell, two separate names. I wonder if this has anything to do with Mike Markell, the band leader of the earlier and mid-1920s. Who knows? Anyway, let's have a listen. Here's Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra.
Talking with Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra, that wonderful something, we've reached the end of another edition of the Shellac Stack. I thank you very much for tuning in and joining me for these records today. It's always such a pleasure to have your company, and I hope we'll see you next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>